following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two showtimes at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep two with Crowder at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Van Andel Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all of these shows at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March 2nd through the 5th in downtown GR in the Ultimate Sports Show. March 9th through the 11th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, The Huge One, Bill Simonson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the huge show across Michigan. Billy, the last day, I think, well, the last weekday of his vacation in Florida uh, as his uh, tour of golf courses in Mar-a-Lago continues. That's exciting. You know, I can't wait to uh, listen Monday to hear all about his adventures when he joins us or when he is back on the huge show. And that means the B team has to leave. And that would be me, Eric Zane, Brett Hayes will still be here, but he is uh, the third uh, the part of this whole arrangement, I guess. I don't know why I can't talk. And uh, Jeff Risden, how are you, Jeff? Uh, I'm enjoying the last day in the studio with you, Eric. It's been, it's been a fun week. Oh, I, I love this. It, it's uh, been great. It's been very enjoyable. I like, uh, I like, I've always loved doing the radio. I'm not one of these guys who, uh, when I went off to podcasting because nobody likes me, uh, that I was like, oh, I'm done with the radio. I'm never going back to radio. No, if I get an opportunity to come back to radio, it's like, you better believe I'm going to be here with bells on. Absolutely. Anytime that, that Bill needs me in, I'm going to come in. And if you're here, if you ever need me in, just give give me a back oh, yeah. and call. Well, now it's worthy of fit. I think, well, I mean, personally, I feel that this has gone so well with the three of us trying to combine our forces to uh, match the energy of Bill that we can be a solid backup going forward as a group. I like it. The the solid backup quarterback. You always need a number two goaltender that can step in yes. and a moment's notice. The, these things are important. We're, and, uh, we're we Sean Hill. Absolutely. Uh, is that his name? Yeah. He, Seems like he, every time he stepped in, he had something going on. He was a good team. one. The, the Lions actually need a number two quarterback right now. So they're on the lookout, as Bill might be, for a number two. 
We, we can be that number two. Exactly. Uh, Brett, go ahead and tell us about a career retrospective of Sean Hill. Tell us what you thought about his career. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. He was the backup quarterback when Matthew Stafford first arrived. Actually, a little before that, so he sort of predated him. Oh, okay. See, um, you're picking up on that. Yeah, yeah. I got you now. Well, there you go. And we have a, a lot of ground to cover on the show because it was an eventful uh, 24 hours. Uh, we talked about a lot of things that would be happening last night. Uh, and uh, it, it went down as you had Michigan marching into Rutgers in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey, a very fantastic defensive team. And uh, they come away with a win. They did, and they did not look good early. I turned on the game, and it was, I think it was 11-2 to two Rutgers. And I stayed with it for a while, and Michigan got very close to being back to it. And then I went to bed. I'm old. I'm tired. No, I got to get up I'm at 5 you. in the morning. I'm so I woke up, and I saw that Michigan won, I believe it was 56-45. to 45. Close, like 50, uh, 58-45? 58-45. That's, that's a very impressive defensive showing because Rutgers, they are a defensive team, but uh, they do have some guys that can put the, put the ball in the basket. They didn't put the ball in the basket last night against Michigan, and uh, the fact that, you know, just just watching that win, again, they, as Anthony Broom told me earlier this week when, when I interviewed him uh, from the Wolverine.com, they need to get to 19. They're now at 16. One more step towards getting towards the tournament. They, look, it's it's still extremely unlikely that they'll get there. That's a good win. Rutgers is a team that uh, is above them in the standings, and that anytime you can do that on the road uh, in Piscataway, wherever that might be in New Jersey, uh, that that's a good win. Uh, next up, you've got Wisconsin, who you know a similar scenario. Oh to the that. last Michigan Wisconsin game was dreadful to watch. Hopefully this one is a little bit more entertaining. That's a Sunday game, and like you said, if so if they get three wins, that's not a for sure thing that they'll get into the tournament. Right, yeah. They'll they'll still need some help. They'll need some other bubbles to burst, but uh, they, they still have some hope. Had they lost last night, all hope was gone. All right. Great so, Slipknot album, by the way. What is it? What What's the album called? Slipknot. All hope is gone. So is that Corey Taylor? Yes, it is. You know what's interesting about that is about six months ago, um, he uh, was coming into town. You probably went to that show. I missed it, but I wanted to go badly. <laughs> I get an email out of the blue uh, that says Corey Taylor is working. Um, he's doing a charitable thing with a local organization to raise money for uh, first responders. Yeah. And um, people pay like 100 bucks. You get to meet him and see him. And, and so they said, do you want to interview Corey Taylor? Now, I know he's ultra famous, yes, but I don't know the first thing about the guy. But we spent about half an hour, and it was fantastic. He's a very smart guy. Oh, dude. And it uh, I, I became a fan of everything Corey Taylor except his singing. <laughs> so he does, he does the clean singing and the growl singing. Yeah. His clean singing is fantastic. He does a cover of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac that's incredible. It's fantastic. But when he gets into the growl, I can I can see why people would be repelled by that. Isn't he a part of another band? Stone Sour. Stone Sour. That's the one I was yeah. thinking of. That's a little bit more um, uh, mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I should give him more of a chance? I mean, I, I can feel like, you know, listening to you talking about some of these bands, it's just, I mean... It would be kind of cool if I suddenly started trying to enjoy this. Uh, Slipknot's probably a little extreme. Stone Sour would be like their mainstream radio. You will hear them on on rock radio. Uh, they have a lot of a lot of good songs. 
The wings win. Oh, my God. Break up the wings. Uh, We spend a good portion of the week, a couple of segments, with uh, Paul Woods previewing that game. Then Darren McCarty was absolutely outstanding, as he always is. Yes, he was. And uh, they, the Rangers had no chance in this game. This game was over almost before it started. So Uh, I I did peek in on this one a few times. uh, I had to pirate the the signal, but. Is that what you do? Yeah. Like uh, the old days when we try to descramble the cable? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. There, All right. we, we have our we have our methods of watching things that we can't normally watch. Cop Zadina Rasmussen and uh, Ronick on the wild card score. Uh, big that Zadina scores because he's you know they've been trying to get that guy going. So uh, uh, awesome. In fact, as of right now, if the playoffs were to begin, the Red Wings would be in. They are the last seed. They get, they moved up. That's fantastic. From where they were at like Christmas time to now. That's an incredible surge. It, it, as as Darren McCarty said yesterday, it's it's somewhat analogous to the way that the Lions finished the season. Yeah, surging up. You know, after a midseason, like early season, people were like, "Ugh, we're back to the dead wings," and now the promise is is taking shape. They're they're playing really smart hockey. Isn't that something that a coach says to the players? It's not how you start, boys. It's how you finish. I can see Scotty Bowman yelling that at people. Okay, so well they're finishing strong. So in the wild card as of right now, tomorrow Tampa a team that's also ahead of them. But I mean, it seems like um, they can beat just about anybody these days. They're playing confident, and as McCarty said, they have figured out their system, and the guys that fit in the system are playing more and playing better. Uh, the big news, though, I mean, no one really cares about that because the Pistons got their fifteenth win of the year. How many games have they played? Uh, let's see. That's their 60th game. All right. And they have uh, now, they're inching their way to, well, they're, okay, going into the game, they were, um, let's see. No, I take it back. That was their 16th win of the year. They now moved to 16 and 45. There's only a handful of, there's a handful of teams that are worse than them in the league, but they beat Orlando 108 to 106. In fact, I'm looking at the uh, uh, conference standings. Isn't Orlando one of the teams that's worse than them? I know they're not good. I don't know their exact record. Uh, I'm not sure. I know Let's Houston see. is worse, although I was at the one Pistons yeah. game I've been to this year was the, the, the Rockets in, in LCA, and the Rockets came away with a win, and the only redeeming fact about that was was that Bulbon sits at the end of the Rockets bench and was very interactive with those of us sitting right behind the oh, Rockets bench. Oh, okay. Fantastic yeah. guy. That's Fantastic. Wonderful. Watching him work out for half an hour before the game because he knew he wasn't going to play was a massive treat for my son and myself. It was it was great. That's cool. And I know you and your son are way into basketball, so that's awesome to see. No, actually, the uh, Magic, um, they're ahead of the Pistons. The Magic are 18 games um, from the top of the division, 18 games back, and the Pistons right behind at 28 games back. Ooh, wow. I guess I was way off so there. They- they might be making a run at some point. I don't understand how a team can, for years and years, do so well in, in, in uh, solid, well, for what we think is solid draft picks, and then nothing really comes together at any one point. There, there hasn't really been any real flashes of, of anything positive at any one point uh, since this uh, uh, stretch has been going on. Yeah, the, we, we all thought that the Troy Weaver era would go better than it has so far. And I don't, I don't think people are out on Troy Weaver yet, but you can kind of sense, like, come on, man, can we... Can we at least get over the 250 mark? Right. (laughs) Devastating. Um, I also know that uh, we're going to talk about this next segment, but uh, our very own Jeff Risden here has been writing, and I see a couple of fantastic articles articles that we must break down. We can do that. And uh, so we're going to get to that. They include an update on Michael Brockers, and they include an an update on Jamal Williams.
Yes. And uh, I'm one of those stories is I I'm really excited about. Good. So I'm looking forward to I that. Can guess which one that is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the other one's kind of sad. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit misty eyed, maybe. A little bit sentimental. Yeah. But uh, gentlemen, we uh, wrapped up here uh, yesterday after another successful show, despite um, some issues in the restroom, which I'm not going to talk <laughs> about. If you did want to know, you'd have to go back to yesterday's show. That and Brett, you of course posted the podcast. Yeah, it's uh, at the end of the four o'clock hour. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's kind of like Baltimore. We won't actually speak it. It's just, it's there, you know? Yeah. But we had to tell that story. Absolutely, we did. I told it in a much more graphic sense on my podcast today. You know, it was a test uh, telling of the story the first time we told it. Did it go better the second time then? Well, it was still just as embarrassing. Okay. But it, you know. You were able to get into more graphic detail. Oh, yeah. Your podcast tends to lean that way. It's horrible. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting, and I, I'm I'm very uh, upset with humanity that people actually listen to it. It, it tells me that uh, I, I'm kind of like I've made a deal with the devil on that stupid thing, and I can't stop doing it, Brett. Um, but no, we finished up the podcast or the uh, radio show. I went downstairs, and uh, I'm lucky because... Uh, the brass here at the radio station, you know, like on your car, you have that uh, home link that opens up your garage doors yeah. and st- stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, they it was weird. It was a big radio cut where they took away free parking for everybody. And so now, yes, yes they did. That's the first time in radio that they've ever cut something, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it does happen from it time does. to time, guys. It does indeed. So I was informed, hey, uh, no more parking over at Studio C a half mile away. It's, you know. It's a bad deal, Eric Zane. So no more parking for you. And I said, well, you know, um, is there something you can do to help me, perhaps? Is there anything we can do? Maybe some type of voucher? I don't know. Uh, a free Jimmy John's? Anything. <laughs> they said, we got just a thing for you. We're going to give you this. It's a garage door opener, and it's golden. And it's got, uh, it's bedazzled, and only a few people can handle it. They said, we're going to give you the opener. Go down to your car. Press your home link button and then press this opener and then you get the garage pass to this magic place. Wow. It's like, uh, you know, uh, nine and uh, three quarters or whatever. Hogwarts. When you're going on the Hogwarts Express, it's you like these Harry Potter that's references. The second one, this segment. That's embarrassing. Man. I found the spot. You push the button. You go in down a ramp. It's like the Batcave. And then voila, it's an abundance of parking. But what they didn't do is they didn't say to me. There are specific spots that you cannot park. Oh. And I, I, for one year, I've been just open spot. I go in it. I thought it was all I heart people in this parking lot. So this parking lot, this garage, you go underground, you park your car, and then I'm not kidding you. There is an underground. Uh, have you ever seen this? This underground tunnel that goes underneath Ottawa. Yes. And then it emerges at 77 Monroe Center. Yes. And the next thing you know, you're doing a radio show. It's a magical place. I have never personally been in there, but yeah. I have I've I've heard legend of it. Okay. And then so like when I go when I do the show with Bill, we drop down in the elevator. He gets off at 1 and then he walks out. He goes, "Aren't you coming with me?" I go, "No. I've got the magic parking spot." And he goes, "How did you get that?" I go, "I'm not telling you." <laughs> you just did. And so then uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I then go down into the through the tunnel. And then Bill's walking down the street like a chump. And then I blow my horn at him and say, ah, there you go. Yeah, get your steps in, big guy. And then that's it. But I go down there yesterday. 
and uh, I get in my car, and there's a note under the windshield wiper. Oh, that's never good. I go, huh, what's that? And uh, I go, well, obviously someone else from the radio station is wants to say something. And it says, this is not your spot. Don't ever park here again. Now, that those are some strong words, Brett. That's fairly clear. Oh, yeah. So someone is very upset. Now, it's at this point that I'm always at a crossroads. Right decision, wrong decision. Now, I started to make the wrong decision, and then I reversed course and made the right decision. And in that wrong decision, I was writing, I got a pen, and I was going to write a terrible thing underneath that and uh, make it visible so that whoever has spot number two is going to pull in and see my response. Everything okay over there, Brett? We getting in trouble? No? Good? You just enjoying the story? We're, we're good. Um, phones li- phone lines have been blowing up. Okay, good. All right. All right, good. Uh, you have been saying that the Pistons won last night, and they did not win last night. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's what I'm being told. Well, you see, that's an old radio trick, Brad. Oh, is it? You gotta. That's how you get the guys to call. <laughs> okay. That's well, how you I'm get... just going by what Risden sent me. I thought I saw uh, they lost one. Well, they lost 108 to 106. <laughs> For God's sake, Jeff, you're I, right. I, hey, look at what Jeff wrote. Yeah, I did write read, that. Read the gray one. You read, yep. Read it out loud, Pistons, Brad. Okay, Wings win, Wolverines win, Pistons win, yeah. Lions cut Brockers. Yep. That was that was my notes to the show. So right. that, that, you can blame me on that one, and I don't know why I saw that. I must have transposed. Hey, the that's okay. My, it happened. That's okay. I, had, you, I had just hey, woken up when I said You're not that. perfect. I am not. And nor that's am I. Correct. And I thank those audience members, yes, especially since I did that whole big thing about the Pistons, which now is, is <laughs> it doesn't apply. It does not apply. Maybe they'll beat Toronto tomorrow. Probably not, but maybe. Tickets, I'm sure, are still available for that. That game's at LCA. We're quibbling over details. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway. (laughs) So the note says, don't park here again. And I grabbed the note and I wrote something horrible. And then I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I I bailed on it and I reached out to the boss. And I said, hey, you got a second? He says, yeah. And I'm driving home. I go, hey, um... On that parking, uh, are those assigned parking spots? There's places I cannot park. And he says, yeah. I go, which ones can I not park in? Oh, boy. And he says, well, the ones that say I heart, those are fine. If it doesn't say I heart, you can't park there. I go, well, I definitely parked in one that didn't say I heart. I had no idea. I've never noticed. Okay. So for whatever reason, that happened. I go, well, hey, um, somebody's mad. And I assumed it was a person from the radio station. I go, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, and he goes, well, where were you? And I told him I was in number two. And he goes, oh, that's the lawyer. I go, oh, that's, no. That's the lawyer. That's the last one you want to park Right. In. So, and I'm like, well, is this the company lawyer? He goes, no, no. This, now, I don't know what type of law. But, uh, well, so now, it's not traffic. <laughs> exactly. So what I was, I then, um, was the plan was before I came here, go to Hobby Lobby and get a poster board and, uh, make a glitter sign that said princess parking only and put it right there so that <laughs> the fragile princess 
wouldn't you know i mean that's a great troll right is yes. that is that yes it is that not, would definitely send a message and that wasn't actually my idea one of my audience members on the podcast came up with the idea and i was like oh this is great that, that's quite smart and the fact that he wouldn't know that it's you because unless he knows and ran your license plate it's just some some schmuck that's parked in my spot i don't know exactly who exactly it is. Uh, yeah. by the, uh by the way pistons lost yes yes they did <laughs> thank you for updating me um but again, I did not do that. I did not do that. And then um, my uh, podcast sleuth audience actually found the guy, like him. I was going to call him. <laughs> but again, I did not. What is this not the most mature thing ever? You're turning over new leaves. I like now, it. I don't know if I uh, if all those great decisions I made are now destroyed by breaking this down on the show. But, I mean, in theory, I mean, in, or in reality, I didn't do anything really wrong intentionally. Brett, what do you what do you think about this? No, I don't think you did intentionally. No, I'm glad you stopped yourself. Though. What about this whole dynamic happening now in between the story of the Pistons losing and winning? Is this okay, do you think? Everything's great, yeah. man. Because I'm very uh, uh, nervous about getting someone in trouble here, because I don't technically work here. Only person you're going to get in trouble is yourself. That's what your... the hell? I mean, geez, yeah. I get fired all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, fire me, bring me back. I don't care. Well, you do technically work for iHeart, though, so. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. But, I mean, it's not like I said anything bad about whoever this person. They didn't reveal who they no, are. True. I just, you know. It's not an iHeart employee. It's that you've smited. Yeah. Can you, imagine? And you, you smited him out of ignorance. You legitimately did not know. Can you imagine if the guy who has that parking spot is Joel Langloy from the Delta Plex? Oh my God. You that, guys are cool, though, aren't you? That, yeah, I know. But that, <laughs> that would be that would be worthy of tuning into your podcast for Russ a couple Hines. of days. It's Russ Hines parking spot. He's not a lawyer. That's stupid. <sighs> I would tune into your podcast and, and loop that one. That would be must-listen. <laughs> now, look, that was unfortunate, and that is the end of that. Um, but it wasn't five minutes later that's something that I'm not going to talk about right now, but I will later. That was even more monumental in ridiculousness than all of that. Okay? That's going to be interesting okay. to hear. So, now listen to me. Don't I, tell me what it is no, off not, air either. I'm I want to go tell on you anything. In fact, I teased it with Brett, and I said, Brett, after that, I interacted with someone who everyone uh, in the world knows, someone who is ultra-famous, and I had a a face-to-face interaction with this person, and especially people will know who this person is um, who listen to this radio station. And and I'm not even BSing here. This is an ultra-famous person, and I saw this person doing something that probably, what I say, Brett, maybe five, ten people in, in all of humanity have ever seen this person do. Sound, sound good? Interesting. Sound, 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 yeah, you said five. Okay. Five people. Wow. And what I want to do, because I have four excellent commissioner's seats to the Griffins hockey game tonight. Center ice, about 10, 15 rows up, four in a row. I will send them to you either through email or your text if you win this. We must play 20 questions to find out who this person is, Brett. Okay. Wow. You, you seem skeptical. Well, with callers, maybe, yeah. Oh, come on now. All right, let's do it. 20 questions. Now, 
if you're listening, you have to listen to the other questions and answers to be able to narrow it down. That's how 20 questions works, right? right. You can't just keep asking, is it bigger than a bread box? Right. So I, I, this is a Friday show. Everybody's a little loosey-goosey. Brett's probably... It's the end of the week. The sun's out. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. You got a great game coming tonight. Brett smells like cannabis. We're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So that will be later on. In the next segment, though, Jeff Risden's been writing away, and I can't wait to discuss what he's been writing on Lion's Wire. It's Brett right over there. I see him, Jeff right there, myself, Eric Zane, and this is The Huge Show Across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. to Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February 27th. This is Seth freaking Rollins time, baby. See United States champion Seth freaking Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, VOC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffins Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge Show across Michigan. We've already made a change to the plan. What started as 20 questions to win a four-pack of uh, commissioner seats, Griffin's hockey tickets at Van Andel Arena for tonight has morphed into Stump the Show later on. What we'll do is uh, we'll put our heads together, Brett being the most formidable of all of us. Absolutely. And you will call in with a question, one question only, and try to stump the show. If we cannot come up with the answer of your question, you will win those tickets. No minutia. I mean, we got to kind of be fair in this. You can't say, yeah. you know. You can't ask us about, like, special wood insects that come from yeah. Japan or something like that. Exactly. 
Exactly. We don't need that. Trivia question. Stuff that when you're playing Trivial Pursuit, you got a puncher's chance to get. You want to do doubt. like sports trivia questions or just normal trivia? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, we are a sports show. Right. So, think, yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's do that. Yeah. Down. Right. No bowling, though. Bowling's out. <laughs> Stump the show sports trivia right here on yeah. the huge show. For, for some great tickets for tonight. Absolutely. Don't don't call in and try to win if you can't use the tickets. That's a great thing to say because sometimes they win. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks. You know, use them. No. Um, all right. Article. Okay. Let's go with the most recent one that I saw about a, uh, a move the Lions have made. Uh, you can see this on Lions Wire with Jeff Riston. Yes, you can. They have officially terminated the contract of defensive tackle, defensive end Michael Brockers. He was the only player on the team over 30 last year. Don't trust anybody over 30. They embraced that, and they have now cut him, and now they don't have a single player over 30 on the Detroit Lions roster. Um, was he? So he wasn't incredibly effective this year? He was a healthy scratch in 11 of the last 12 weeks. So he just, he just didn't, didn't contribute in the way that they needed to. They saved $10 million in the salary cap by cutting him. No-brainer move. It was expected. Um, the timing is a little earlier than what we expected, but it, it was an expected move. So, Does a move like that start to set the stage for drafts? Absolutely. Um, this is more, And this is actually more for free agency because this is freeing up money. And if the Tennessee Titans cut four guys the other day, among them former Michigan tackle Taylor Lewan, uh, who has been injured a lot lately, uh, they saved, I think, $12 million doing that. This is where you're freeing up money so you can go sign people when free agency opens in mid-March. And that's that's what they're doing. They're clearing cap room so they know exactly how much money they can go shopping with to sign people outside the building and also keep people inside the building. Well, with a dude like that, you're looking for someone to bolster the depth of that position, right? I mean, this is not a start. Yeah. He wasn't starting. He rarely played. Yeah, they, they he did start when he first came here from Los Angeles in 2021, uh, but uh, just he just wasn't a great fit. Uh, he got he got blown past on the depth chart by several players. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see if he wants to keep playing or not. He he's now 32, uh, hasn't exactly played all that well. Um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see if there's a market for him. Uh, you can follow Jeff at the Lions Wire on Twitter to read all about this and anything else that he's right. Is there anything else that you have to write today? Uh, I'm actually writing it now. So before I came in here and, and for quite a while, I was on a conference call with about a hundred other people with uh, NFL network draft analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. And he talked uh, for a good 90 minutes. And then I got into the studio and I'm like, I can't listen anymore. I got to cut it off. Uh, but answering questions in advance of the, the combine. So I am taking and, and I have it right here. The three top notes from the Daniel Jeremiah press conference call that matter to the Lions. Uh, and I, once I get the transcript of the call, because I'm not going to go sit through and listen to that all the way again, I will have that. It'll probably be up tomorrow, but I will finish writing that tonight. My God, how do you have the energy to do all this stuff? It's not easy. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, uh, okay, so you, you, you get up and it's all it's this all day. Pretty much, yeah. So are we talking 10-plus hours a day, every day, uh, researching, writing, researching, writing? Most, most days are between 8 and 12 hours. Oh, my God. But I, I, I do preface that by saying I am someone I am incredibly uncomfortable when I'm not working. I just, I I, I don't chill well. That's okay. probably the best way to say yeah, it. Yeah, you seem a little hyper. I li- yeah, a little I, bit, I like yeah. it, though. Yeah, I, you I, know, I, I, dr- I drink a lot of coffee, then I switch to beer or... 
Yeah, you're whatever. It brings you down. You're 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 not an annoying hyper. Well, thank you. I hope I I'm not. I know I'm hyper. I'm not annoyed by you. Okay, good. All right, thank you. Um, <laughs> the other thing I saw, which is a lot more fun, and that is um, about Jamal Williams. Yeah, those of you who like Jamal Williams who miss hearing Jamal Williams. Tune in next Sunday on the NFL Network, and he will be doing commentary on the NFL's app for the Combine and the running backs that are running in Indianapolis. He's go- He and Packers running back Aaron Jones, their best friends, they were drafted together, they were teammates for a while, are going to cover the Combine and, and what's happening on the field. And uh, both of those guys are... Well, Jamal is just an incomparable personality. Aaron Jones is a really dry, funny guy. Um, I know he plays for the Packers, and people don't like him. He's a he's a good talker. So uh, it's it's worth your while to tune into that. If you're going to be watching guys running in their underwear, you might as well have Jamal Williams commenting on it. Well, I, I tell you what, whenever there's a uh, he's mic'd up or he does anytime he opens his mouth, something interesting happens. He's a phenomenal human being. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm all in on Jamal Williams. 100%. We're we're all hoping that he comes back to Detroit. Uh he's technically a free agent. I, I don't think he's going to look hard elsewhere, but we'll find out. But that's one of the that's another reasons why they would cut Michael Brockers. And so they have money to sign Jamal Williams depending on how much they want to give him. Well, I'm stoked about that, especially, you know, that that culmination at the end of the year when he did that crazy thing on the introduction for the Packers game. He's talking about something to do with uh, anime or yeah. whatever it was. Yes, I don't know anime at all, but he's, oh. he's very into it. Oh, my gosh, is he into it. It's fantastic. So I, I'm a big Williams fan. Uh, bummer about Brockers, but life goes on. That's, that's life in the NFL, yep. I mean, for crying out loud. It was expected, so. Okay, um, something coming up that's uh, extra special. Something for you to do this weekend. The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest happens at LMCU Ballpark. And Bill has teamed up with these folks from Experience GR and the Michigan Brewers Guild. He was going to fly back and do the interview, but we said, no, we want to do it. We need to talk. We've got this. Yes, Kate Leto and Scott Graham are going to join us on the show they're coming up next it's brett it's jeff it's me this is the huge show across michigan everything huge 24 7 at the huge show.net life as a grown-up not what you thought it would be right the meetings the stress the boredom and that one big question does any of this matter then you became a cop not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to mrcarwash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to mrcarwash.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. 
back in full force. Don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back to the huge show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, filling in for Bill Simonson. Brett doing an amazing job as always. So glad you are uh, with us and joining the show. And something fun to do this weekend, Jeff Risden. Are you seeing this? The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest. What do you think of that? I am ready to go get my beer drinking on. Yeah, I, I, as soon as you saw that we were going to be talking with Kate Lito and Scott Graham, you're like, hey, this sounds fun. And, I, I like this. And you know what? I happen to have the time off on Saturday from, from 1 to 6. I can get there, there to the ballpark. So I, I'm excited. I, I might I might meet these folks in person this weekend. That'd be great. As I mentioned, Kay Lito is the Associate VP of Marketing for Experience GR. Hello to you, Kate. Hello. Good to, good to have you here. And we have Scott Graham, the Executive Director of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Good to be with you. And yeah, we're looking forward to some really nice outdoor beer drinking weather on Saturday. So I think I think you're right. You should make a plan to head on over to the LMCU ballpark. So I want to say this early and late and maybe a few times in between. Um, you can get tickets in advance, like as we're talking about it right now, when you go to M-I-Beer, M-I-B-E-E-R dot com. And uh, that'll cost you 60 bucks a pop. Uh, or you can get them at the door for $70. Now, for the 60 or $70, what are, they going to, what are they going to get for that, guys? Well, I will preclude that with um, tickets will likely be available on the day of. As you mentioned, they do cost more. And we have a, a finite number of tickets planned. Um, if they do all sell in advance, which they have many years in okay. the past, uh, they won't be available at the gate, but I think they will. Um, but the point being, get together with your flat friends, make a plan, go to MIBeer.com and get the tickets. Uh, that includes uh, 15 tokens that are good for three-ounce beer samples, entry to the event. Uh, there's live entertainment. 
We do have uh, scattered fires throughout the event, but it's really a, a great big celebration of togetherness and fresh, tasty local beer. So it's great people watching. It's a ton of fun if you are an experienced um craft beer drinker there are lots of things that are just brought to this event or new beers from a brewery but it's really cool if you haven't really been to local breweries much or just discovering it because there's so many things to try and even if you think you don't like beer there are fruity beers sour beers so many things it's hard to imagine there are hundreds of different beers so it's really a a fun event and the, the best part is probably just um the vibe and the folks People are happy. They're friendly. They're just enjoying each other's company and having a beer. And it does look like we're going to get some some favorable weather to enjoy this being outdoors. And you said you're going to have the fire scattered about to help keep people warm and have like a campfire type of, of atmosphere to it. So I am a craft beer drinker. I am an enthusiast. And I, I will add, I don't drink IPAs. And I think a lot of people uh, draw the line where like, oh, craft beer, it has to be an IPA. It has to take, taste like you're licking a pine tree. Beer doesn't have to be like that, does it? <laughs> no, not at all. There are lots of beers that are more malty or sweet um, or sour. So there are a lot of dark beers and lighter beers, too, um, that that aren't necessarily real bitter. I mean, a, a good old amber ale is something that is sometimes underappreciated or a porter or a stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And uh, and that's all good. So that's uh, that's perfect for you, there, Jeff. It Kate, is. Kate Lido uh, from Experience Gr. These folks do amazing things to promote the city and fun things going on. And you want to talk about something going on uh, about the beer scene in Gr. And the I guess the beer city is a is it a Bruce Sater passport? You've got it. Yeah. So um, many know Grand Rapids is beer city and a great home for the Michigan Brewers Guild Winter Beer Fest. Um, but year-round, there is a great way to experience our beer scene, too, and that is the Beer City Crusader Passport. So this is an app that um, can be downloaded on your phone, and the concept is that you go to eight different breweries, checking in along the way, and then we've got a free T-shirt for anybody that does that and redeems. Um, this has been going on for years now, I think since about 2015, and we've given out over 25,000 T-shirts. So... It's been a really successful program, and it is still running, and a really fun way to check out lots of different types of breweries all throughout um, the Kent County area. Some people have said um, we've we've hit peak beer. Is that is that true, or are people still is that still happening? Where more and more breweries are still opening up? Yeah, we I would like to see new, and we're seeing notion. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, but yeah, no, go ahead. Know, if you look at all of the beers sold in Michigan, probably just uh, about or just under 15% of it was brewed here. So, uh, you know, I I firmly believe that uh, that 25 or 30% of all the beer consumed here could be brewed here, which would be twice the volume. And certainly there's room for a lot, lot more little local pub breweries to open. So um, I... I think that there yeah. is a lot of opportunity. Yes, the environment is getting more crowded, but there's still lots of opportunity for great breweries and fun breweries and terrific beers. Gotcha. So this weekend, if, I, if I'm heading out to, to the Winter Beer Fest at LMCU Ballpark on Saturday, and it, I'm, it sounds like I'm, I might as well go. It sounds like a great idea, and I don't have any obligations. So what better way to spend a Saturday than doing this? Uh, how many breweries are going to be there, and do they have any special brews or, or concoctions made for this event specifically? 
Yeah, I, I can't sit here and start to list them, but there are just over 120 breweries. They're all Michigan breweries, so uh, they come from as far away as the the UP and Southeast and Southwest West Michigan and all over the the Lower Peninsula. So uh, they're they're really coming from everywhere, and sometimes they bring some things that are special for the event. Um, but there are certainly breweries that you can't get to uh, in your normal course of travels or whatever you're doing um, that you'll be able to get to right here. And there are hundreds of different beers. Uh, Kate, real quick, uh, how do I download the Brucator uh, Passport? Is it on the App Store? How does it work again? Yep, they're on the App Store for um, Android and Apple. Or you can go to experienceyard.com slash Brucator, and we've got all the download links there as well. And, of course, if you want tickets for the event, mibeer.com, 60 bucks in advance. If they don't all sell out, 70 bucks at the door. But don't risk it. Do it in advance. Get that and get it ready for a great time, 1 to 6 p.m. at LMCU Ballpark. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like a, a blast. The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest coming up on Saturday. Kate Lito, Scott Graham, we really appreciate your time on this. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on The Huge Show. Thank you very much, and cheers. All right, cheers. there you go. Very good. Looking forward to that. And oh, and with that, we're going to actually wrap this up and, uh, and head to break. This is The Huge Show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two showtimes at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep Tour with Crowder at Venando Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Venando Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all these shows at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March 2nd through the 5th in downtown GR in the Ultimate Sports Show. March 9th through the 11th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. And, uh, well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but if you're just tuning in, Bill not here. He'll be back Monday with the huge show after another fantastic weekend of sports. And him, uh, well, 
uh, a leisure, fun-filled time, I'm sure, uh, with Bill on vacation. So, uh, Brett Hayes, uh, otherwise known by my wife as Fly Guy, is here. He's helping us out. Myself, Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, uh, at Lines Wire on Twitter, is here. And uh, here we go, guys. we got two hours left of this thing. It's a beautiful Friday. We're going to make the best of this. Absolutely. Now, go out in a blaze of glory. Well, I hope not that. I've been down that road one too many times. But anyway, in fact, off the air, Brett said, I was telling him about something I was doing, uh, being an idiot. And he goes, don't you ever learn? Do you ever, do you ever like, and I'm like, yeah, you know, no, I just don't. It's no fun. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, Anyway, uh, next hour. I have four tickets that I will uh, deliver to you electronically, text or email. Commissioner's seats for the Grand Rapids Griffins in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you can go tonight, I'll send them to you. So, And the way we're going to do this is by playing a game called Stump the Show Sports Trivia. You will call in at 866-838-4843, 866-838-HUGE. And if you stump us, you get the tickets. No minutia. Uh, what kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a general trivia question. It's what, we're, what right. we're looking for, you know? And we get to talk about it amongst ourselves. We present our answer. If we're wrong, you win. However, very sweet man by the name of uh, Wally in Swartz Creek, he says, guys, I don't want the tickets, but I want to try to stump you. So this will be, Brett, I'm thinking kind of like a warm-up, you know? Yeah. Good practice. Should be a good one. Okay. So let's bring in uh, the aforementioned Wally in Swartz Creek. Wally, welcome to the HUGE show. How you doing, uh, Eric? I'm well, Wally. Thanks for calling. I, re- I remember the first time you were on the HUGE show, he was doing like a meet and greet with you. To, to introduce you to the audience. And oh, okay. You made a statement. You made a statement as like I don't know why Bill wants me to do this show. I know nothing about sports. <laughs> and, and I thought to myself, well, you'll fit right in. Well, yeah, and and you know that's uh, well, I, I can't I can't support that statement though because if I like agree <laughs> with you on the, if I agree with you on that. I don't want to have to get the talking to, so I, I find that to be a very offensive comment that you just made about Bill. But that's okay. Well, okay, if it's about if it's about Bill, that's okay. But at least when I talk to somebody else besides Bill, I don't get hung up on. Oh boy, you're one of those. Just well, you know, sometimes. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Wally, uh, what what is your question? Who was the last quarterback? to quarterback the Detroit Lions in the game, in the championship game. Who was that quarterback? Okay, so we're going to talk amongst, uh, talk amongst ourselves, Wally. Uh, already ahead. I know that Brett probably already knows the answer, and he's just keeping it to himself. But, uh, Jeff, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking... Uh, Hold, hold hold on a second, Wally. We're, we're going to talk amongst ourselves here. Jeff, I'm thinking we're going back to... Um, the Washington Redskins against the Lions in the last time they were in the NFC Championship. That was, that was 1991, okay. after the 91 season. So that, that would narrow that down. Yeah, to, so so uh, if, if if that's the championship that he's referring to, if he's referring to the NFL championship, you got to go back to 1957. Well, he said NFC. Wally, you said NFC championship, correct? No, no, I did not. I said NFL, and if uh, you got to write something, Google it. So. Oh no, no, no. We, no. we we wouldn't do that. We're keeping it honest. So, who quarterbacked the Lions in their last 1957 NFL championship? Yeah, yeah, the game, the game. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of him in the. In fact, as as you walk into the the media 
press box in Ford Field. I think you know There's this. There's a picture of him. Yeah. I, I think you know this yeah. answer, Jeff Riston. It's Bobby Lane. Well, no, no. It's Tobin Rote. It's Tobin Rote? Tobin Rote. He, he quarterbacked the game, the NFL championship game. Bobby Lane got hurt. I, I believe uh, the Chicago Bears broke his leg during the season, toward the end of the season. Tobin Rote took over and, and was the quarterback for the game. Well, you see, now, if you were here, you could get those tickets. You could. That's a good, that's That's, that's a great poll there. We just assumed it was Bobby Lane. No, no, and, and a little caveat to that, uh, Tobin Rote played for the Green Bay Packers the year before. Wait, his name is Tobin Rote? Yeah. R-O-T-E is his last name. He actually, he's in, he's in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame as well. I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard really anybody that about him. named Tobin before. That's ridiculous. But, Times were different. After, after yeah. that game, him and Tobin Road and Mill Plum were always back. There it is. There was, I see. I'm looking at it right now. You are 100% right. You see, you would have won the tickets. Uh, well, I appreciate you, uh, Wally, for calling yes, in. Thank you for that. Are you well, doing thanks the, for uh, talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Good luck doing the dishes there, Wally. It sounds like you got quite a racket going on. <laughs> no, I'm cleaning off the. Uh, trailer out of the ice off my trailer right. here on the east side of the state there you go okay hey wally thank you for calling in okay buddy you're welcome thanks okay dude. all right <laughs> that was you see brett that was good gold gold really big weekend in sports as um well first of all winners from last night the red wings um I mean, my gosh, this is this story, uh, Jeff Rizzin, is starting to um, really take hold in the great state of Michigan with a uh, four to one win over the uh, New York Rangers, who are uh, way up in the standings. And this game was not close. This game was was never really in doubt The it was and it, it keeps this is this is the this is the Red Wings, as Darren McCarty told us yesterday asserting themselves confidently as the season is getting going. And now they have, they've earned points in, I believe it's eight of their last 12 games, which is you know, a very positive thing. They're climbing up the standings. The Rangers are a good team. They're, I think they have like 78 points. The, the Red Wings are what, up to 64, 66 now? Uh, Rangers at 75, okay. but don't trust me because I said the Pistons won. Well, that was my fault. Uh, and then 64 uh, points for the Wings. Right. They are in fourth in the Atlantic, and they uh, currently hold the wild card spot uh, in the conference. And they're playing great. They are playing fantastic. Goals from Kopp, Zadina, Rasmussen, and Hronik on the power play late. And great goalie play. Uh, with uh, Huso. Do you say Huso or Huso? I've heard it both I ways. say Huso because I know somebody whose last name is Michael Russo, and that, that just makes more sense to me. Wait a minute. Did you just say you say Huso? Huso. But because someone is Russo? Yeah. Well, then wouldn't it be Huso? Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? I, <laughs> I don't know why it's... A, I just do that, though. But I do... You're, I Yeah. Well, what is it, then? I but, don't know what it is, no, honestly. Yeah, but what would you call him? Hugh or who? I would call him Huso. Well, then you can't compare Russo to it. Yes. You got you'd have to call that guy uh, Riuso. Riuso, and that's yeah. just that ridiculous. Sense, that doesn't. Wow, that was a horrible comment. That made sense in my head too. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome. And then the Wings they uh, they take on Tampa on uh, Saturday, I believe. 
Beat the bolts, baby. And they uh, they're they're also high up in the stand. That's tomorrow at eight p.m. in Detroit, uh, Tampa, with seventy six points on the season. Another another tough uh, game, and then things lighten up with two. I think that's a home and home against the Senators. So my, you know, you got to win those games. Got to win both those games. If they can win the bolt, beat the bolts, and then take care of business against Ottawa by next week, we're looking at them knocking on the door. Uh, they can get up into that seven seed, six range. seven seed That'd range, be great. knocking on the door of that. Of course, it depends on what these other teams do. But I'm stoked because this is the first time in forever that we've had meaningful hockey at this point in the year. And I was excited listening to Darren. I'm like, this is this is the guy who created this type of intensity. Absolutely. Talking about it, they are, they are bringing it, and and I love the fact that they're surging at the right time. They're getting they're playing better hockey as the season goes along. That's exactly what you want from a young team. So that's awesome. And then you got Michigan must win uh, it in New Jersey and uh, beating Rutgers in what was, like I said, a game that had to be won. And now they have to win out in order to have even a chance at making the big dance. Do we does a Michigan fan really want to go? I mean, I I mean, probably, but. Um, it's always better to go than to not go. You know, it is. And it to me, I always hate that argument. Well, we were only won 19 games. We don't deserve it. Well, it's what have you done at the end of the season? If they get hot and rattle off three, four wins. I mean, who cares? It, it, it's, it's You're starting fresh when the tournament starts. Just go out there and win the game. You always want to play as much as possible, too, because it gives guys that are coming back next year and stepping up into bigger roles more experience. It's more chance to practice with your team. It's more chance to... Like even if you're going to the CBI, which or, or the NIT, I don't I don't even know if they play the CBI. What anymore. is CBI? The College I'm, Basketball Invitational. It's for the people that weren't good enough to get into the NIT. They have that. They because the NIT is kind of like a bunch of dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the CBI. I only know that because my alma mater, Ohio University, won it like five or six years ago. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> a bunch of loser teams. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, we, we weren't good. Um, but but we got in there and won. So uh, but this was a big win because Rutgers, I believe, was was thirteen and three at home. They don't lose at home often, and and the fact that Michigan took care of business was uh, and did it the way they did with defense. Now the Rutgers, they're known for their defense. Last night, Michigan, they clamped it down. Uh, I, I, like like I told you earlier in the show, I tuned in and it was eleven to two, and I thought, oh boy, here this we go. Is it. Yeah, and, they're, uh, they're going to stink up the joint. And they, they clawed back into it, and before I fell asleep on the couch, I, I saw them uh, get back into it, and, and I, I think they were down by two when I when I dozed off. I can't even remember. And uh, wake up and to find out they they shut down Rutgers the rest of the game. That's that's impressive. That's good. Sunday, uh, another matchup you have to win. They have to win all of them. They uh, are taking on uh, Wisconsin at home, 2 p.m. game. Uh, similar type of records for these teams. Uh, they 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 both have to win. So yeah, that Wisconsin was is sixteen and eleven. Michigan is sixteen and twelve. So uh, we talked about the Pistons already. Uh, we broke down their uh, loss. There was never there was no false information talking about that. Nothing wrong was given. Pistons are horrible. Sorry about that. That's a fair assessment. Uh, Michigan State. This is key, you know, and to me, this is the story that everybody's talking about in the great state of Michigan when it comes to basketball. The Michigan State Spartans, after that impressive win against Indiana, uh, they now tomorrow have a tough test at Iowa. That game starts at noon, and uh, that's another team they have to win. Uh, I, I mean, I think that they might be able to get away with 
losing one of those games, possibly. Yeah, so I think the last I saw, they were in line after the Michigan loss for an eight seed uh, in one of the bracketology things, and I can't keep track of which one's which, whether it's Joe Lunardi or whoever. Uh, but you want to be on the upper upper line of that seeding. You don't want to be the nine or the ten. You need to go into this with some wins too, some confidence. They they haven't played great offense lately, and I think you know that that's one of the reasons why they lost to Michigan the other day. Look, that was an emotional roller coaster of a game uh, last Saturday, and I, I I'm not going to get on them for losing that one. But you got to get your offense back on track. They seem to be a little. Uh, a little too reliant on on guys creating things on their own instead of working as a system for what a Tom Izzo team normally does. Well, I really like the um, comment that Izzo said to the boys before the game, and I forgot who said it to him, but the easiest way to give 15,000 people a hug at a, at a difficult time like this is go out and play well. And uh, they did that. They did. And, that was a great game, aside, uh, for, aside from all that was going on right. around it. It was a great basketball game to watch. So now they got to box that up, do it again tomorrow at noon, and then if they get past that, Tuesday and then next Saturday, uh, Tuesday's at Nebraska, should be able to do that. Yeah, Nebraska, uh, that Nebraska ball's terrible. Yeah, and then at home against Ohio State. Uh, no, Ohio State's terrible, too. Yeah, so, I mean, and that would give Michigan 20 wins on the year, or Michigan State 20 wins on the year, so. And that that's going to get you onto that seven or eight line. What uh, you got? Oops, sorry. If they win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament, they could get even higher than that. Brett, what you got going on in uh, Brett world over there? Uh, Dave from Saginaw has a Lions question for for Jeff. All right. Hey, Dave, how are you? Welcome. Eric, uh, how you doing? You used to be at Z93 years ago, weren't you? I sure I sure was, wow. Dave. Did, did you happen to listen back then? I was driving to work listening to you and Joel and the poor boy and all that. <laughs> oh, you were the drunk one. <laughs> oh, I was driving to work. <laughs> oh. Let's hope not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know I kid. That's my thing. Well, that's that's uh, great that we can reconnect. Did you ever like call the show back in the day and uh, you know uh, talk to us? Uh, no, because back way back then, I wasn't phones really. Oh, that's right. I completely didn't even think about that. You know, I mean, but whatever. Well, anyway, Dave, what do you got for Jeff? Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, I, I get my age when you were talking about frustration and all Lions stuff. I'm 63, so. But uh, the Lions came up here to Saginaw back in the mid-'90s when Bobby Ross was coaching. Yeah, yeah was I remember. Great cause, yeah, my father, he, it was 97. It was like a year later he passed away, but he got to see him up here. But that was uh, very great to see how that went down. But what I'm getting at is uh, that show Hard Knocks, that was just an excellent show to watch the, what goes inside of a training camp, inside the room, not just on the field. You know what I mean? Stuff that you don't see. We've seen it at Saginaw. Uh, my question to you is, you being the media, is there anything that the Lions uh, would... What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you have a seizure? You all right? Well, this is the phone. Fans fired up watching that stuff. Uh, sorry, it, it, yeah, it, you, uh, your it, phone uh, cut out yeah, there. Cut out there. I, so, like in a nutshell, what were you? What were you uh, inquiring about there, Jeff? Uh, do, do 
the Lions they consider ever doing something where they do a show, something like Hard Knocks themselves, that they would stream it or something? Yeah, uh, so they, they do do something. It's called Inside the Den. Uh, it's hosted by, um, what's her name, Danny Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lomas Brown also yeah, participates in it sometimes. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's their closest thing to it uh, for insider information. Uh, they, they'll have Tim Twentyman on there a lot as the draft process goes on. Uh, I know they have some things planned where they, they will take you behind the scenes. It's not as in-depth as what Hard Knocks is, but it, it is a, a little peek behind the veil. Uh, I was just wondering about that because that was such a well-produced show and it just gets you inside the I know it. rooms and all that. It was just excellent, man. It's too yeah. bad. I couldn't do it every year, man. It's, it's great. And, and the fun thing about it was you know, I, I, I was on that or with the Cleveland Browns when they were on it as well. And oh, wow. just, um, yeah, uh, the twenty the twenty eighteen season, the year after Hugh Jackson went winless, uh, that was a lot of fun. And you you see the warts that are exposed, and I think the the way that they find storylines and the way that they craft things, it's very slickly produced. There, there's a ton of people that are behind the scenes on that show. Uh, I, I've interviewed the producer for it before uh, on our Detroit Lions podcast. Great, great talk. Yeah, uh, about the insight. Yeah, be it, it's phenomenal. Really, yeah, they they do a wonderful job. Uh, they they did their in season one this year with the Cardinals. If you want to watch a team give up on its coach, that's a good one to watch. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have an interest in it because they stunk, but that's an interesting uh, element to it. Yeah, and they, they, you find out stories about, you know, behind the scenes guys. They did a, they did a featurette on, on Khalif Raymond, one of the most fascinating guys on the team. Uh, Jamal Williams, obviously a star, but you also get to learn your coaches. You know, you saw the interplay between Deuce Staley and, and Aaron Glenn. Oh, I love You would that. never Staley. know that if that wasn't on yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that given uh, that back and forth that they... Yeah, they the, the, the friendly trash talk and rivalry, but, yep. but they were... That was legit. Like they were into that too. Like that. Right that, that's on, right. that was horses. great. You wouldn't pick up on that if the, if they didn't have that because that's not something that the Lions are probably going to show off too much. Wally, I'm sorry, Jeff. You still there? Uh, Dave. Yeah. Dave. Uh, Why did I call him Jeff? Jeff? Did I? Wait, hold on a second. I called him Wally and Jeff and Frank. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm so it's sorry Dave, about Dave that. from Saginaw. Oh, for God's sake! I apologize, Dave. Um. Anyway. All right. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, right, man. He's very happy. Thanks. He's a happy fellow. He sounded like he was grinning the whole time he was talking, didn't he? You know, I wish they would still do what they used to do when they would take the training camp on the road, even just for a weekend. Go go up to Saginaw. Come out here to the west side of the state. Go to Lubber Stadium at Grand Valley and, and do a couple of training camp practices there. The last time they did it, they went to Novi High School in 2016, 2015. Uh, for a couple of night practices, I went out to those, and uh, the, I think that's the last time what they've done anything outside of Allen Park. It's been suggested to them by many people that they do this to get out and you know spread the the, the Cleveland Browns. Do they do a practice every year concurrent with the Cincinnati Bengals? They do it in Ohio Stadium, uh, where the Buckeyes play. It, it's the the Colts used to go all over Central Indiana. Yeah. Now, now they have their place that they do it, and I get why they don't do it because they've spent crap tons of money building up everything in Allen Park. But for the fans out here, like that can't get over there during the week, I, I would love to see that. You know, go up, go up north for a day. Go I know up, it, but go I, up to Saginaw, I look go down at to Toledo it. for a day. I look at it from the standpoint of being a Lions fan. To me, if I was, first of all, if I was a player, I'd hate to travel to oh, go the play, do that. The players absolutely hate so, it. No question about as it. As a Lions fan, I don't want them doing anything that can upset the mojo. So, no. 
No, 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 no. You stay there. Don't listen to Jeff, who wants to go on the Magical Mystery Tour and, and do this training camp in Tawas. No. I just don't want to drive the three hours back and forth every day. Jeff wants practice on Monday uh, in Bay City. Monday night, because they're going to do two-a-days in Ishpeming. <laughs> and then uh, the next day, you got to be in cold water. That's what Jeff wants. <laughs> Get the world tour. Uh, all right. Well, very good. Thank you to Dave, Jeff, Steve, Paul, whatever the guy's name was called. He was great. Uh, in the uh, next segment, I want to talk a little bit more because we haven't spent a second of time on the um, love fest that is brewing between Calvin Johnson and your Detroit Lions. You have been uh, following this story. You know all about this. You've probably spoken to the, the, the principal players behind it at some point in time. I want to know what you think about this. Sure. Uh, Jeff Risen coming up in the very next segment. Uh, Brett Fly Guy is here. Jeff Risen is here. Myself, Eric Zane. This is the, the huge show across Michigan. <laughs> From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m. live on stage at DeVos Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out TheWineryDogs.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness. So be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
and gentlemen, we're just uh, not that far off. Uh, in about an hour or so, we'll be playing Stump the Show Trivia. If you can attend the Grand Rapids Griffins hockey game tonight at Van Andel Arena in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. And you can stump us. We will electronically send you either text or email a four-pack of Commissioner Seats tickets. That is lower bowl, center ice. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely fantastic for tonight's game with the Grand Rapids Griffins. I'm Eric Zane. Uh, Brett is here. And the one and only Jeff Risden. As with, this is our last uh, last hour or so together before... I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself with all this extra time. Well... You seem like you're going to the Griffins game tonight. Well, so. I mean, like, as the weeks progress, oh, I mean, yeah. there's going to be a void, you know. We'll, we'll find ways to fill those right. holes in your life. Uh, Bill will be back Monday after getting recharged with energy. He'll be shot out of a cannon Monday. Can you imagine the energy on that guy? That's going to be a fun <laughs> show. When he gets yeah. in here Monday, holy cow. I'm not even going to have guests on. Look, I got, I got, I call this man Mount St. Simonson. And if you people uh, get him riled up, he's going to blow. And that's a good thing. So it makes go for, for it. spectacular radio. I, I, I work very hard at trying to get him riled up from time to time. And occasionally he has to throw a fastball at my head. It's happened many times. <laughs> I can see that. I'm trying to. Brett, let me ask you this. Yeah. In this week, do you think there's anything worthy of a, hey, uh, we got to talk about, hey, uh, we got to talk about what, uh, what the heck happened there? Oh, definitely. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, that'll be in about an hour. But something I wanted to touch on was um, this story. Uh, you know, it, oh, the, the Lions, if you look back at the history, you have two of the greatest players in the history of the game. One a running back, Barry Sanders. One a receiver, Calvin Johnson. Both left. And it was ugly when they left. Yes. Both of those moments. And that's horrible. Lots of acrimony. Uh, it was a little bit worse on the Kelvin side because he, the Lions didn't handle it very well. They asked for some of his money back. $1.6 million Yes. Because he left before the contract was fulfilled. Yes. He left, he left three years before the contract was fulfilled. I had no idea that that was a thing where if you retire, you retire. It's... Most teams let that go. Right. Uh, And the Lions probably should have as well. But they did pay him, um, and we talked about this on the Detroit Lions podcast at length on Wednesday night. They paid him so far above market value on his last contract. He was the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Seven years after he retired, nobody had reached that contract yet. DeAndre Hopkins finally got there in 2022. So, So, or 2021. It took, they they guessed at his market value and overshot it by some fifty million dollars. So he was okay. So that was a mistake. That was that by, was, their, by that, them. That or? was a mistake. Uh, yes, they could have. They could have. He signed for. I forget the exact amount. He could have signed for forty million less, and it still would have been the most money that a wide receiver at that time had ever gotten. They're just like, we're going to give you all this money. And that's one of the reasons why the team was very thin on talent was because they were paying all that money to Calvin Johnson and Adamican Sue and Matthew Stafford. The one season, the season before he retired, it was over. They were paying those three players over 45% of their salary obligations that year. You cannot win that way. So they, they screwed up on that. 
So them asking for money back in return was, like, I understood why they did that. And this, this was the prior ownership. This was not Sheila Ford Hamp. Sheila Hamp, she doesn't like the Ford. Her she name dropped anymore. the Ford. She dropped, she yes. She said, yeah, she's into, like, General Motors now. <laughs> that, would, that would be something else, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, so uh, th- this was this was Martha Ford, um, her mother. And I understood the, the reason why they did that, because they needed the cap room. Like, when he retired, they were still paying him prorated bonuses for the, the guaranteed money that was right. on his contract. They wanted that money back to help them sign players. He didn't like that. It's $1.6 million. That's not a... It's not, as, I don't want to say it's an insignificant amount of money because it would change our lives forever if we got Correct. anything close to that. I, I think if it was $100, he would have been upset. Yes, exactly. And the tone with and the veracity with which he went after the Lions for asking for this money back was very off-putting for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, so you're Team Lions on this. I, I am. Well... I was initially on his side, and the longer that he has made this a thing, and the longer that he has ignored their overtures, so very realistic, they offered, so he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Lions held a ceremony for him at the halftime of one of the games last year, and they made an offer to him that said, hey, we'll we'll forgive half this money, or, or give it back, if you make this as, as a scheduled appearance. He didn't want anything to do with that. Uh, They have offered him several different ways, very fan-friendly ways, by the way, to work this out. And he has been very obstinate in refusing to do anything. Maybe he's got parking spot number two in the garage. He might. He's Uh, he's that level of petty. See, he has not handled it as well as most Lions fans would hope. And I I noticed when I wrote the piece this week, the sea change has definitely gone against Calvin on this. All right, now before we get to the latest as to what's happening, Brad, you have another person whose name I'm going to forget, right? Yeah, Rich in Petoskey has another question for Jeff. All right. Hi, Rich. Welcome. Hi, how are you guys today? Excellent. What do you got for us? Okay, I would like to know what the status is of replacing Todd Wash. That's a great question. We don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, We will hopefully find that out next week. He left for Carolina. There has been no contact between on or off the record between Lions coaches and the media. They are in a hole right now. It's weird that he went lateral. Uh, now, I, yeah. now, now I, under, I understand the assistant defensive line coach is some guy who's actually got a pretty good, uh, a lot of recommendations like from the CEO of the Raiders and a few other things like that. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Cameron Lewis. He's a guy that's eminently promotable. He does have defensive line coaching experience at the college level. Um, He's been the assistant for the last two years here. Uh, He's a younger guy. I think he's 33, 34 years old, but he's he's an up-and-comer. He makes the most sense to be the next defensive line coach, but they have not made any anything public or private about what they're where they're looking you know they've spent a lot of premium draft picks on the defensive line it looks like they're going to spend another one on that so it's actually looking you know pretty attractive correct yeah it absolutely as you get a chance to work with aiden hutchinson and josh pascal james houston uh you know isaiah bugs looks like he's coming back hopefully um ali mcneil is a rising star yeah it's 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 an appealing job and they're Oh, yeah, and somebody's, like you said, they may spend a one a first-round pick on another defensive lineman, correct? Uh, they could, if it's the right guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Rich, okay, we thank, thank you, buddy. You yeah. Rich Bye. and Petoskey. That's Rich, Brett. Yeah. 
One thing, so there, there, good job. There were a lot of people that were speculating that Michael Brockers might want to get into coaching right away after he's released. Not going to happen. Okay. Well, we have about a minute and a half. So, um, what's the latest? Uh, this is thawed now. Suddenly, Calvin Johnson, the Lions, this is thawed. There, yep. it's it's coming around. He is definitely trying to get back into the good graces. Uh, the the team has again reached out to him. Uh, he talked about it on the Jim Rome show. Great appearance, by the way. Uh, if you're into that, look it up. But he's he's very interested in becoming back to the Lions and and making total peace with it. And it's it's a very positive news. thing. <laughs> well done, Brad. Aiden Lynch checking in. By the way, Hamilton did not have school again today. Their I power know, was their out. Power was out. <laughs> they got basketball tonight there. They, Coopersville, massive big game. game. Massive game in the OK Blue. I will be at the OK Green showdown between Zealand East and Wyoming, which means nothing for the standings, but it's very important for my my kids. And it's senior night. It's last night at home game for uh, five kids that I that I know and love very well. I used to coach them you when know, they were in elementary school. Not a dry eye in the house, moms and dads. It's going to be a rough one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of cool about uh, about Johnson. It does seem like he was being kind of a little petulant on the deal. That's a great word. Petulant is a great word for it. Yeah, I like that. I like that you acknowledge the words I use. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, All right. Very good. Well, um, that's it. So there you go. Calvin Johnson. Hopefully this will be a good become uh, become kind of like an ambassador for the team. So. That would Excellent. be wonderful, and and Barry has come back into the fold like that as well. Yeah, uh, and Herman Moore, you know, obviously a f- fantastic ambassador, former wide receiver, whose career ended way too soon as well. That seems to be an endemic problem with yeah with Lions. It's, it's just good. I think that this all kind of contributes to the whole vibe. Everything positive is happening in Lions country right now. It's a so great we, time to be a Lions. It sure fan. is. So and I mean, I've never seen so many uh, fans fired up over a team that. Uh, didn't even make playoffs. It was one in six <laughs> at one point. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's fantastic. Tough to remember those days. But hey, they were there. That all lends to the whole theory that if they do win the Super Bowl, the state's going to blow up. I mean, it's going to be like ridiculous. There will not be a couch left in the state. No. It'll be a great time to own a furniture store. I'm just going to burn my furniture. I'm just going to burn the house down. That's it. We'll just celebrate. All right, that's a stupid thing to say. Uh, we uh, we're coming up just uh, with another segment in just a bit. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I'm losing my mind. Brett is here. Jeff Rizden, myself, Eric Zane. This is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. To Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February 27th. This is Seth Freakin' Rollins time, baby. See United States champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, The OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, all right. Welcome back. It's a huge show across Michigan. Uh, Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, Brad Hayes. Brett Hayes, the master DJ, playing my music in the game. What's this one? This is Avatar. This is their new song. No. No? No. It sounds like Dance Double Dance. This is uh, 10,000 Fists by Disturbed. Wow. It sounds a lot like Avatar. That's my mistake. You stumped me. I'm already stumped. I have so many questions. First of all, (laughs) I I can't believe Jeff didn't get it. I know. Did you say this song's called 10,000 Fists? Yes. Yeah, it's a remake of a Genesis song. It is. You'll be frightened yes. by ten thousand fists in the air. Genesis had a Genesis. Genesis. Genesis has a song called Ten Thousand Fists. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. Wow. I don't know about that. They did Land of Confusion on this. Oh album my as god. Well. Maybe I'm wrong too. <laughs> We're stumping <laughs> one another here. What's going on here? This is this is not looking good for our stump oh, the show no. segment later. <laughs> we might never give these tickets away, or we might give them away to the first caller. We'll see. Uh, the. Um, Metal, longtime metal legend Rob Halford. Yes. He was in a band called Fist. Did you know that? I thought it was Fight. <laughs> oh, that's something else. <laughs> Their guitarist is now Satchel from. Uh, Satchel? Satchel from Steel Panther. There's a lot going on. Here. There, there's a lot of weirdness going on. It's Friday afternoon, folks. We're a little loopy today. <laughs> I could have sworn. <laughs> Boy, I could have. <laughs> that is, that's weird. Rob Halford has the nicest skull tattoo of anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Is it? It's just, it's just very like nicely a done. Butterfly. It, or? It, it wraps around the back of his head. It's, it looks almost like a, um, like a bullhorn with the evolves into a crown of thorns. Uh, there's a Judas Priest album that I love called um, Electric Steel. Yes, or British, British Steel. Steel. Oh <laughs> God. 
We can't get so it right. The, the lead single on that, Electric Eye, is Elec- the song on that. Electric song. Eye, yes. and it's called British. It's got the one where he's holding the razor blade, right? It's a yes. I yes. love that album. I believe Living After Midnight is on that. Yes, yeah. there's another song called You Don't Have to Be Old to Be Wise. Great song. A little wordy on the title. That's all right. You you don't have to be old to be wise. Uh, Brett, you're probably thinking that what of this is even true after all that that cavalcade of mistakes? We have just stumped one another very often here. Here we are. We're talking about songs called 10,000 Fists, a band called Fist Fight, a lot of fists. (laughs) Well, Piss all over the place. While we're at it, we might as well say that the Pistons won last Pistons night. Pistons won. <laughs> I, I, I'm calling callers by the wrong name. Oh, my god! We're a train wreck this afternoon, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, let me ask you this, Jeff. Um, weekend Plans with Jeff Risden. It's a new segment that we just started on this show, which is only going to be around for another hour, then it's off the air forever. So I am hopeful that I will have... So tonight I will be at my son's basketball game, Zealand East, go Chicks, um, beat Wyoming. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, my wife and daughter will be in Indianapolis while my daughter plays volleyball. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, it's, it's, this it's is non-stop. horrible. Yeah. This is why you never let your kids play sports. Yeah, I will be down there next weekend with her in Louisville um, she, <laughs> as I'm as after I spend the, t- the weekend Louisville. in Indianapolis. Yeah, she plays in Louisville. Wait a minute, um, so she's tournament. in Indianapolis. This child is 14? She's 14. She goes to Indianapolis for yeah. a game and yes. then she ha- or a match, and then she has to go to Louisville for yes. a match. Last weekend we were in Detroit, and her team won. Good job, far out, 14 did, black. So all these three weekends, that's like thousands of yeah. dollars. So, many so others. This weekend, I am at home, and I will... Actually, I'm thinking about going to this beer fest thing. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, um, the, at LMCU ballpark. Yeah, so uh, we, that that might be in my future. And then I will be working and preparing for the combine. Uh, being very boring uh, this weekend while I tend to my son. Man, and, we, uh, were, we were kids. Trying was... to try to keep him fed. It's not easy. I, I, I played on the local soccer team, and it's like, you know, right at the school, and you get, like, orange slices, and, and that's it. You know, orange slices and water, and then the parents are all hammered, and it's it's horrible. And now you're traveling across the country. We're, we are everywhere. Last year, we had one weekend between the end of April and the end of August where we were all four at home. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was bad travel hockey with my son. It, it it's nonstop. We love it. Like it's it's our life. We're committed to it. It's great. No, but we're, we're, it, you're just tricking yourself. Well, that could very well be, and there will be a void when it all ends, and that's going to be a very scary time. <laughs> I this teach your kids to be in like uh, play chess or video games or something like that. That's what you. I tell you to what, do. that esports programs. They, that's, that's oh yeah, you have to go anywhere. You just give the kid a PlayStation and say, hey, you're doing great. I'm your biggest cheerleader. They have a team at Davenport University here in Grand Rapids, and we saw their facility well, where they go. do it. It's amazing. It's so much better the, the than giant TVs. The, 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 <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're athletically uninclined, it's a great way to go. I'm all about it. All right, in the next segment, starting next hour, I have to tell you about another unfortunate thing that happened to me right after the incident in the parking garage, and it happened with an absolute legend. I'll tell you that story coming up in just a bit. Brett, Jeff, Eric, huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two showtimes at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep tour with Crowder at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Van Andel Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all of these shows at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place. The West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March 2nd through the 5th in downtown GR in the Ultimate Sports Show. March 9th through the 11th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Jeff Risden, Brett Hayes, myself, Eric Zane, I always feel very uh, insignificant when I hear that big lead up with that sexy sounding lady there. You know, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of credentials for one to have. And I, I know I can't I can't fulfill that. It's a lot to live up. To. It is a lot. It's it's like, oh, God, I, can't, I just feel like a schmuck. <laughs> when I hear all that, and I'm like, I, I, I'm, I fail. I fail miserably at it. We, right, right off the jump, the start of the show, we had this big bold announcement that the Pistons won a game yesterday, and then that wasn't even close. P- uh, listeners who know more than we do call up and, and and rub our faces in it, and they they couldn't be more right. They got this one right. Radio guy wrong. Yep. Um, in the next segment, we're going to play Stump the Show to win a four-pack of commissioner seats. These are the best seats in the house at Van Andel Arena. You must be able to go, so it's a quick turnaround. You win on Stump the Show Sports Trivia. You stump Jeff, Brett, myself when we tell you to call. And then you win those tickets. I send them to you directly. You go to the game. All right? That's it's it. magic. Okay. Very cool. So uh, before we get to this next segment, though, I understand Coop, who is our uh, our favorite caller out of Kalamazoo, he wa- he is a returning caller, so he called us at eight six six eight three eight huge, and uh, I don't know what's up, but Coop, uh, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday, gentlemen. Indeed, Hello. indeed. Thanks for calling, buddy. Well, what's uh, what's going on? So a couple things. I missed your segment yesterday on Aaron Rodgers, and I I'll preface my point making the statement that Lions ownership and management has made some gaffes over the years. I've been a fan since ninety three, so we've seen some of the. The horrible things that decisions made, Matt Mellon, for example, be one of them. Yeah. But how did the Packers not learn from Brett Favre with dealing with Aaron Rodgers and offering him all his guaranteed money, and he's pulling the same drama that Favre did? I think they, 
it's it's weird that they they do have a different general manager now than that they did then, but it's still it's I don't know why I don't know why they're going down this road again when they could have avoided it. Uh and they've they've done so many things to and I don't want to say spite Aaron Rodgers, but certainly ruffle his feathers. They've never gotten him a first round first round wide receiver. Easy for me to say. They haven't exactly given him the big, the greatest supporting cast. They 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 you know they draft Jordan Love instead of getting him more help. That's not exactly the way that you help your endear yourself to your franchise quarterback. Now he's to the point where he's getting older. Um, he's lost to the Lions three times in a row. I think that. Takes Love a little bit of luster off yeah, of that him. team. He lost to that team. He did lose to that team. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, it's it's weird that they're in this situation, but they made their bed. And now they have to uh, to fall out of it. What else you got, Coop? I, I, well, I just I'll, I'll finish that part. He just doesn't seem like a team player. And wherever he goes, he goes. And drama and Packer land is fine with me. Um, Calvin Johnson. Um, I can see both sides of this. I he was overpaid, obviously a lot. Under his contract, I, I can see why the Lions asked for the bonus money back, although I think it's on both sides to bring him back in. You know, quick training camp story. I took my kid, six years old, to training camp in Ellen Park in 2011, and that's back when you could get to the fences and players are right there. Oh, yeah. And end of that camp, Calvin, Calvin Johnson at the end of that camp on that Sunday took time walking around the entire fence to acknowledge and, and talk to every fan. And my daughter right there wearing his shirt. He looked at her, smiled, shook her hand. To this day, this is why she's a fan, and I think it's incumbent that they were to bring him back into the fold. These are good things. For all the negative headlines you see every day in the news about sports players doing the wrong things, Calvin McBerry, never in any headline for any bad thing. Thank you. All yeah. right, Coop. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you made some great points there. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Johnson seems to be a wonderful soul. He's a good. He's a good dude. He he did that a lot at training camp back in the day. He would go around and sign autographs for a very long time afterwards. Uh, you can't get as as close as you used to be able to. There are still Taylor Decker um, is out there after every practice for at least half an hour signing autographs wow. now. Um, very very uh, understated in that. You wouldn't expect that from him, uh, especially the way that some fans have treated him over the years because he played at Ohio State and he. Hasn't been um, the greatest left tackle. He's great now, uh, but started out a little slow. Had two minute penalties early on. Can't imagine being a a, a, being a uh, you know in the scenario where you're a fan and you get face to face with them and you you say something awful. Have you ever witnessed? I have seen that. I say you stink or something like that because it's one thing to be a keyboard warrior. I have okay. not seen it in Detroit. I saw it in Cleveland with both Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield. Uh, I've seen it directed at Miles Garrett, of all people. Uh, the fans just right to the guy's face. Say something so Miles, Miles Garrett is superhuman. Like I have seen video of him doing 60, 60 inch box jumps with a fifty five pound dumbbell dumbbell in each hand. Okay, like this is not a dude you want to mess with. And people telling him that he's lazy and soft. Like I, I don't get why would you poke that bear? Yeah, you know. Like Johnny Manziel, he's gonna forget. He's gonna forget your interaction five seconds later because he's got the attention span of a flea. Uh, Baker Mayfield is fairly innocuous. Um, he's he's bigger than you think he is, but he's, he's, he he plays that kind of stuff off well. But have you ever seen a player treat a fan poorly? Oh, all the time. Really? Oh, absolutely. Make cold uh, shoulder, uh, uh, say something rude. I've seen it from a, a legendary NFL quarterback who has been quite rude in refusing to even take pictures or sign autographs for people. 
You're uh, not going to say. Uh, I don't blame you. If you know, if you listen to the Detroit Lions podcast at all, you will uh-huh. know who I'm talking about. There you go. You keep it, you know, that's a little bit more off yeah. the beaten path. And everybody who has listened to the DLP knows exactly who I'm talking about right now. As somebody that I rail against as the most overrated professional athlete ever. So how long ago, did, so this player, uh, uh, what era did the player? Uh, in the, the 80s and 90s. Can I guess? Yes, you can. Dan Marino. 100%. Oh! Bingo. <laughs> I knew it. Good job, Zane. Oh my you, gosh! I could not stump you. This is good. This is good practice for us. Yes, Dan Marino uh, has been quite little, open, openly rude to people several times. Around, a little rough around the edges. He, he does not like people. Okay, uh, approaching him certainly not. Wow. I, I, I wouldn't say that he doesn't like people. He's got he's got friends, obviously. But if you don't know him, he doesn't want to know you. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's incredible. That is incredible. Um, all right, boys, I promise that I would tell you this story. Yes, please do. Uh, I wandered over to Van Andel Arena yesterday to do the Grand Rapids Gold game. As I'm walking into the arena, um, the brass, Jabara, Steve Jabara is there with uh, with some other folks who are instrumental behind the scenes. We had Steve on the show Wednesday. Yeah, there, there's, an, a, uh, there's like an investment group that actually uh, – um, with uh, that are in charge of the purse strings and and I see Steve, hey what's up you know make a comment like hey don't let that guy in you know stuff like that and and uh, so I, what whatever I go in there and this is five minutes after I had my running in the parking lot when the guy left me a na- a, a, a nasty note so I'm like geez you know they, I'm I'm glad that's over nothing else weird is going to happen today uh, I tease this as saying the interaction I had with someone who's super famous that everybody knows. And especially people that are listening to this show. And then Jeff prob- uh, did guess correctly as to who it was. So these boys do know who it is now. Yes. As I'm walking in, I remember thinking to myself, you know, it's been forever since I've seen Ben Wallace. Okay. And I'm like, he, I know, was part of the investment of the team for, and I, but I don't know. I haven't seen or heard of, of him. So I thought maybe he's not around. I'm thinking this in my head. Right. So, you know, obviously this involves him, but what uh, environment would it involve him? So at Van Andel Arena, there's a door, a stage door where uh, people who are uh, underneath the arena can can use the restroom. And it's very, for some reason, this particular door, no one, when they go in, and there's a lock on the door. So it's a one-person bathroom. You lock the door because that's what you do, right? You yes, know? hopefully. Now, when the door, when you're in there, and uh, when you're, you're done and the door is not locked, it always is propped open just a little bit. For some reason, it doesn't fit quite right. So you can always tell when there's no one in there. As I open the door and see Ben Wallace. Well, then. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if you know this, but there's not a lot to do in the bathroom. There's pretty much just one thing, you know, and and, and that was happening. You're not that there for happening. your social. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, thank God it's, uh, you know, the uh, critical zone is is your back is to the door. Okay. So that's, that you that's, don't. That's good to know. You know, and uh, so over his shoulder, uh, he looks at me and goes, what's up? And I, I said, Jesus, Ben, I'm sorry. And then I backed out of there. Very quickly. 
oh my god and i i wanted to yell lock the door but i realized it's ben Wallace. yes you he, know he can come out and rip your arms off so then i'm like well what do i do and i go uh, well I, I really need to use the boys room and i've had terrible luck with the boys room uh, earlier in the day uh, <laughs> yes, yes, because something awful happened to me again you need to go back in the podcast from yesterday end of the 4 p.m hour to hear the other restroom <laughs> incidents so now this is within an hour two horrible restroom incidents it was not your day. Nope, nope. And so I'm standing there and I go, well, I'm just going to soak in it. Well, I mean, I'd already <laughs> soaked in it. I mean, no, but I'm standing there and uh, then the door opens and I'm just looking at my phone and he just walks away. Thank God. Nothing was said. And I was like, Jesus, go lock the door. So ladies and gentlemen, always lock the door. Always. Um, and I and I will now always knock. I mean, that is that was hideous. Horrible. It's Life a lot more team than I was expecting. You, you, you thought it was going to be worse? I thought it was going to be a lot worse, yeah. What, you thought he was going to like whip around? and <laughs> that, like that, a, would, that would have been my worry, like actually. Like a big yes. fire hose debacle. <laughs> would have been in line with your day. <laughs> no, no, that's it. There was nothing worse. Good. That's good. So, that's, that's so good. when you see him next time in person, it won't be awkward? Oh, I, I've never spoken to him. Okay. So I, I want to keep, I'm going to keep it that way. No. Other than just Jesus, Ben. That that's it. I'm not yeah, going to say another uh, word of the guy. He, he's not a small human being. No, no, no. Very intimidating too. Now I always seem he's very kind hearted and sweet he, when he I see him talking, but the, he has a he has one face, and that's you're going to die. He's always got you're going to die face. <laughs> he does, and, and it is very off putting because when you sit down and talk to him, he's still got that on while he's being right. nice to you. I've I've yeah. met him. I've talked to him before. I've interviewed him on this show, be in the studio before. Right. He's he's a genuinely like good, nice guy. He's he's interested in the questions. He's he's a good interview. But he does look like he's going to rip your arms off and shove them down your throat. Yeah, it's, if it's a birthday party and you're at Chuck E. Cheese and you, it's time to bring him the cake and go play on the trampoline park or something like that, you're going to get you're going that you're going to die face when you bring him the cake. Yes, one hundred percent. That's just just his natural demeanor. He, he's not like that. He really isn't. But oh, I know he looks that way. Right. It was very frightening. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, good news for Brad because we are down to our final segment on this show in the next segment. Isn't that right, Brett? Yes. Okay. So this is how we're going to finish this out. I need people right now to get on the phone to line up for Stump the Show Sports Trivia. So you're going to call in, ask us one question, and one question only. No minutia. 866-838-HUGE. You'll have to wait through the commercials, but if you do stump us, you will get that four-pack of tickets for the Grand Rapids Griffins tonight at Van Andel Arena. $2 beers, $2 dogs. You and your bro friends can go get together. Come on down and uh, see see the game. So I will uh, electronically transfer those tickets to you if you can attend that game tonight. Doors open at 6 p.m. 866-838-4843. A sports trivia question on Stump the Show Sports Trivia. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. This is a huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, it is time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings app today and use the promo code HUGE when you 
sign up. Then you can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Pistons had it in their grasp last night in Orlando, but Wendell Carter Jr. tipped in a last-second shot at the buzzer to lift the Magic to a 108-106 win. Pistons, they tried by 14 points in the third quarter, got a game-time three from rookie Jaden Ivey with just under five seconds to play, but Orlando ends up surviving. Franz Wagner led the Magic with 21. Ivey led all scores with 25 points. Pistons return to action on Saturday at home against Fred Van Vliet and the Raptors. That'll be a noon tip-off from Little Caesars Arena. WWE Monday Night Raw returns to Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years. February 27th. This is Seth freaking Rollins time, baby. See United States champion Seth freaking Rollins. Matt Riddle. Raw. Raw women's champion Bianca Belair. Kevin Owens. Bobby Lashley. VOC. AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. And more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and & Light and & Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. This one from Bill Simonson's personal playlist. There you go. It's a huge show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, Brett Hayes, the fly guy. Do I know Brett hates being called that? But that came from my wife. She goes, what does is, what is Bill call him? Fly guy? I go, no, but we will now. We will now. She, I think she's got a crush on you, Brett. I'm okay with that. You're a lovable, you're a lovable soul. I love Diane. Yeah. Diana. You can't call her Diane. She's not going to love you if you call her Diane. She, she told me it's cool if I call she her did. that. Yeah. Wait. Wow. You reached yeah. out to her? We have some strife going on here. <laughs> going on some behind-the-scenes action hey, working hey, hey, here. Take it easy. Talk about it later. All right. So uh, up for grabs, we have a four-pack of Grand Rapids Griffins hockey tickets, but you got to be able to go to tonight's game. It's for tonight. We'll send them to you immediately, email or text, just electronically transfer them, and off you go. So in order to do that, obviously, it's uh, probably a good idea to be close to West Michigan. Uh, but Let's you so. will call us at 866-838-4843. Stump the show. You get one question. We all get to talk about it and maybe come up with the right answer. If we get it right, off you go. Sorry. We get it wrong. You win. And you know what? We all get a guess. Yes. We, we each get a guess. All right. Now, Brett's going to be the key there because he's got some of the uh, most knowledge in sports. 
on this show. So, Brett, you're in charge of this uh, machine. What? Uh, who, who are we going to first? Uh, we're going to start off with Dennis in Muskegon. Dennis in Muskegon, welcome. What's your question? All right. Since the NFL draft in 1936, how many times has the Detroit Lions picked first overall? How many times have they picked first overall? I should know this one. You think? It has that's a, a, you, that's you don't a, know it. You just, just don't know it. I need to go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know one. What What year was it? They want, oh, Matthew Stafford was number one. That was okay. 2009. They haven't been since. The uh, year that they went, um, there was a year that uh, when they drafted Billy Sims. That was 1980. They were 2-14 and 14 that year. I want to say he was the number one pick as well. I should know that one because that's, that's my Lions number 20 jersey. It's a Billy Sims jersey. I got, I got it when one. I was a kid. I got one too. Yeah. Doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> so Stafford was a one for sure. Yes, he was. There's been no one since. No. And prior to that. Going before that, though. Going, wasn't back, going ba- way back. Who was picked ahead of Barry? Like Tony Mandarich or something? But B- Barry wasn't the number one. Barry, Barry was not number one. No. Uh, but going back like further than that, like I don't know the, like like the Alex Wojciechowski's and, and that era of well, okay. Lions so football. If you go, Tobin wrote as an example from an earlier call. So was not a lion first. Would two be a safe guess? Do you think that's that might be the the best we can come up? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was any like back in the '60s. I know there weren't any in the '70s. They were good enough to not be that bad. And in the '50s and prior, they were they, pretty they, darn they were, they good. Were pretty, they were very good early on, so they probably didn't have the number one pick then. So I, you want to go with two? Well, that's your guess. All Remember, right. we each get a guess. That's here. right. I, my guess would be. Two, but Brett, what do you think? Well, hold on a second. Uh, let me just before right. it is two. It Dennis. That is not correct. Okay. Okay. Now, Brett, you get to pick a number. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was gonna go with three. Dennis, is it three? Negative. All right, Zane, it's up to you. Dennis is praying you miss this question so he can get to the. The Griffins Dennis, game tonight. I'm going to go, and if I get this wrong, you're going to the Griffins, Dennis. Who, If you go, who would you bring with you, Dennis? Uh, me and my son, Nathan, and my wife, and I'll scrap together another friend that gets to be lucky to go. How old is Nathan? He's 12, going to be 13 in July. We haven't been to a game yet this year. Okay, now everybody's rooting for you. They want me to get this wrong. I'm rooting for you too, Nate. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to go with four. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Dennis. So sorry, buddy. All right, that's fine. Oh, no problem. feel bad. A 12-year-old can't go to the game. I know it. Of course, I ruined it. All right, uh, Derek and GR. Hey, Derek, welcome to the huge show. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, buddy, what's your so, question? I have a Detroit Pistons question for you. All right. Uh, legendary Piston Joe Dumars um, became GM and made some great picks like Tayshawn Prince and Darko Milicic. <laughs> so the question is, like where this who is did Joe Dumars draft in his first season as GM of the Pistons? Um, I wonder what year that was. Um, yeah, that's that's my like I'm going through the Rolodex of time here. When they okay, 
because they won the title around, was it 04? They won in 04. Okay. So we're going to be prior to 04. Yeah. And you got to figure it was what? Three, two, one that he started doing this? Probably. I, for, for whatever reason, the, the, I cannot get past the, the signing of Charlie Villanueva and Ben Gordon. Like that's, that's all I can think of right now. And he well, didn't draft either of them. I, I, I don't know <laughs> if off the top of my head that Rip Hamilton was a first round draft pick. He was. Did the Pistons draft him? Yes, they did. Coming out of UConn, that was in 1999. Yes, he won the college title in 1999 at UConn. Okay. That might be it. Uh, Brett, is, any, is any Grant Hill a stupid one? I think I, that's a little bit. I, uh, think that, I think they played together for a bit. Okay. I think that was, yeah, that's early for him. Okay. He was 90. I like where you're going, I've, though, Brett, and I like you contributing. Thank you. Yes. Rip Hamilton is not. Who who came the year after that? There's there's a year or two between then and Darko. I can't even remember many players on that team other than Rip, Tayshon. Tayshon was between them. No, Tayshon was, was this year after Darko, I want to say. I think Darko is in the adult entertainment industry these days. <laughs> he was 2002. He was a LeBron draft. They took him instead of taking... <laughs> Chris Bosch or Carmelo Anthony or uh, any number All of right, I'm going to go with Rip then, Derek. It's uh, not Rip Hamilton. Okay. It's not Rip Hamilton. That's one of the guesses. They might, did they draft? They probably drafted some random white power forward out of a Pac-12 school. Yeah, not, I am. Not I, Kevin Love. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember. At this point, I am... I'm useless. So this, it might be, Derek, if you are able to go, um, who would you take? Uh, bring my boy, Derek, uh, my buddy, Devin, and my wife, Christina. How old's Derek? Uh, he's the same age as me. We're 40. Wait a minute. Your son's oh, 40 years old? No, his boy, like his, oh. his bro. Oh. No, no, like my, like my, my, my friend. Oh, I thought you had there a you kid go. that's 40. <laughs> Named Derek. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, that's my fault. Yeah. I All can right. see how that could be confusing. That's pretty I old dude. racking my brain for like, who was on that piston team that like played a lot but didn't like star? I remember, they had a first round and a second round pick that year. Oh, man. That's, that's getting tough. I, know, I thought the Pistons won last night. <laughs> <laughs> you were fed some bad information, my friend. Um, I, oh, I, I think I think you might get this, Derek. I'm yeah, I'm mm. and no cheating. I'm not there. Don't cheating. be looking at the computer. I'm not cheating. I'm, I'm you're, you're doing something. I'm thinking uh, is Ben Wallace another stupid one? They he, picked he him was, up at an he acquisition. He was not a first round. Oh, he was an acquisition. Okay. Was he? They didn't draft him. Or they, they might have drafted. Him. He was a second round pick. I, I do know I, that. I, I don't. Don't ask me. I'm out. I'm out. Out of. I know they didn't draft him, but all I can think of was Ben Gordon, and I know he was a Bulls pick. <laughs> I will guess Ben Gordon. <laughs> it's not Ben Gordon. I knew that. All right, uh, say Isaiah Thomas, Brett. Uh, <laughs> Tom Izzo. <laughs> Tom Derek, Izzo. Derek, you've won those tickets, my friend. Um, what is yeah, the correct answer? That's awesome. Mateen Cleaves. Of course. Mateen Cardinal. I'm sorry, what was that last part? 
Brian Cardinal in the second round. Brian Cardinal. This, this was this was two thousand, wasn't it? It was the yeah, year. It was the year after Cleves won the the title. Yeah. And, and wait a minute, you they know. drafted him, and he didn't really do anything, did he? He he no, was he was terrible. He was not in NBA condition. Wow, well, that is remarkable to me. You can put a first guy in a first round pick, and it, it just it doesn't work out at all. That happens so often. It happens a whole lot, especially in that era. To the team that I loved, the Cleveland Cavaliers had some bad run before. Right, Trump, right. Taking Dewan Wagner and his liver problem before. Well, this is what we're going to do, Derek. You have the option of we'll congratulations take, for yes, stumping the show. You did it. You, you did, did a good job. That, that was a very valid question, and yep, we did yep. not know it. In fact, uh, I'm going to bring those other people in in a second if they just want to try it. You know, yeah, they definitely. unfortunately they can't win. So if you're there listening on hold, do hang on there. You can be on the radio and that's fun. But Derek, we're going to put you on hold and get some information from you. If you could kind of sit through this and then I'll send those tickets to you directly. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you. All right. Tell the crew, text your, text your pals. All right. Who's this one, Brett? Uh, Ed in Caledonia. Ed, I'm so sorry. We gave those away, but you still want to stump us? I would like to try, brother. Go All for right. it. Do it. Oh, man. I love your 101.3 uh, radio hosting and always talking about DJ Bill Simonson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, you know, he made his name at Electric Avenue. And so that's a historic yeah, he, thing. He uh, travels the circuit. Yeah. So uh, he's back. You know, DJ in for all the. Uh, all the hot nightclubs yep, in the weekend. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that, man. So what what uh, do you have a question for us? I do. Okay. okay. I'm going to give it to you like this. In 1957, a Phillies player named Richie Ashburn did one thing twice in a ball game that no other player has been able to do since 1957. I am going to guess hit into two triple plays. That is incorrect, my friend. Rare occurrences in baseball. I should know. So I took baseball history at Ohio University as a credit class. They have a class called baseball history? Yeah. Taught by the illustrious Dr. Charles Alexander, who wrote a wonderful biography of Ty Cobb. <laughs> also wrote one on Heidi yeah. Manouche. I'm going to say... There's nothing to do with Ty Cobb. I'm guessing it does not. I'm going to guess stole home twice. Huh? No, that Uh, is not. Brett, now listen. Brett knows... Okay. Rare occurrence in baseball that Ashburn did not hit into a triple play. He did not steal home twice, and this never happens. What, Brett? What, Brett, did did, uh, Richie Ashburn do? I'm going to say kicked his shoes off running to first base. Did he kick his shoes off? That is incorrect. Ah, What he did was he hit a fan in the face with a foul ball breaking her nose. The same chick? play resumed, a woman, and when play (laughs) resumed, she was being carried away on a stretcher, and he fouled another ball that hit her. He's the only person (laughs) to hit. A spectator twice in the game with a foul pitch. And you, and you thought you had a bad day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is that's tremendous. Now that's that you now that you say that, I do recall hearing that. So uh, I'll I'll back you up on that. that well, that's a great question. Another very valid question too. Brad, like what's his name again? Uh, 
Ed and Caledonia. Ed, thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. Well done. Oh. Thank you, sir. I don't know if we're going to have enough time for this last one. We're going to have to thank you, whoever that person. Well, who was that person? Uh, that person's name was. The last person? Yeah. Josh and Holland. Josh, sorry, I'm my sorry. Friend. We'll do this again sometime, Josh. We yeah. will. Next time we're on, we'll do this again. It'll right. Right. Well, um, that's going to do it. And the reason why I say that is because uh, in the next segment, the 17th annual Winter Beer Fest is going on, and we're going to spend some time talking about that. This is fun. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, 1 to 6 at LMCU Ballpark, and you're going to uh, go to mibeer.com to get tickets for it. And uh, that's going to get you these like tokens and things, and you go to all the different beers. It's awesome. In fact, uh, we got to get more details on it with uh, Kate Leto and Scott Graham. Scott from the Michigan Brewers Guild and Kate from Experience GR. Great group of people in both of those organizations who uh, we will be talking uh, to. And then, and then that's going to be the show. So we're going to be wrapping it up at that point. So, um, Jeff, do you have, you know, this is our big final hurrah. Do you have any thank yous? You know, that this is what you do, kind of like the Oscar acceptance speech. I just want to thank Bill for having me in with you and inviting and putting us together. This was a fun week. You know, I was a little intimidated to work with a, a true radio professional oh, like for yourself. God's sake. Come and, on now. and it went very well. So I'm happy about that. And thank you to Superfly for, for being you. Thank you. Thank you, man. He's a gentle soul, wonderful human being. Absolutely. Brett, do you Thanks. get final words on this? I mean... Well, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a, a very fun week, so okay. thank you both. Uh, with zero being not concerned, ten concerned a great deal with me, oh. where did you average? I'm going to say mm, one. One? We'll go with a one, yeah. uh, That's great. That's, I yeah, love that. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, folks, anyway, thank you so much. You can check out uh, Jeff... At the Lions Wire and me, of course, wherever you get. Uh, did I get that right? Did you I got get that? that right? Thank you. This is the Huge Show across Michigan. Everything huge, twenty-four-seven at thehugeshow.net. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing twenty-four-seven at mhsaa.com, at mhsaa on Twitter, and mhsaa on facebook the latest news press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of michigan available for you 24 7 from the michigan high school athletic association log on to mhsaa.com at mhsaa on twitter and mhsaa on facebook and if you're looking for archive boys and girls High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m. Live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. 
Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back to The Huge Show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, filling in for Bill Simonson. Brett doing an amazing job, as always. So glad you are with us enjoying the show. And something fun to do this weekend, Jeff Risden. Are you seeing this? The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest. What do you think of that? I am ready to go get my beer drinking on. Yeah, I, I, as soon as you saw that we were going to be talking with Kate Lito and Scott Graham, you're like, hey, this sounds fun. And, I, I like this. And you know what? I happen to have the time off on Saturday from from 1 to 6. I can get there, there to go to the ballpark. So I, I'm excited. I, I might I might meet these folks in person this weekend. That'd be great. As I mentioned, Kate Lito is the Associate VP of Marketing for Experience GR. Hello to you, Kate. Hello. Good to, good to have you here. And we have Scott Graham, the Executive Director of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Good to be with you. And yeah, we're looking forward to some really nice outdoor beer drinking weather on Saturday. So I think I think you're right. You should make a plan to head on over to the LMCU ballpark. So I want to say this early and late and maybe a few times in between. Um, you can get tickets in advance, like as we're talking about it right now, when you go to M-I-B-E-E-R.com. And uh, that'll cost you 60 bucks a pop. Uh, or you can get them at the door for $70. Now, for these 60 or $70, what are, they going to, what are they going to get for that, guys? Well, I will preclude that with um, tickets will likely be available on the day of. As you mentioned, they do cost more. And we have a, a finite number of tickets planned. Um, if they do all sell in advance, which they have many years in okay. the past, uh, they won't be available at the gate, but I think they will. Um, but the point being, get together with your flat friends, make a plan, go to MIBeer.com and get the tickets. Uh, that includes uh, 15 tokens that are good for three-ounce beer samples, entry to the event. Uh, there's live entertainment. We do have uh, scattered fires throughout the event, but it's really a, a great big celebration of togetherness and fresh, tasty local beer. So it's great people watching. It's a ton of fun if you are an experienced um, 
craft beer drinker. There are lots of things that are just brought to this event or new beers from a brewery. But it's really cool if you haven't really been to local breweries much or just discovering it because there's so many things to try. And even if you think you don't like beer, there are fruity beers, sour beers, so many things. It's hard to imagine there are hundreds of different beers. So it's really a, a fun event and the the best part is probably just um the vibe and the folks people are happy they're friendly they're just enjoying each other's company and having a beer and it does look like we're going to get some some favorable weather to enjoy this being outdoors and you said you're going to have the fires scattered about to help keep people warm and have like a campfire type of of atmosphere to it so i am a craft beer drinker i am an enthusiast and i, I will add i don't drink ipas and I think a lot of people uh, draw the line where, like, oh, craft beer, it has to be an IPA. It has to take, taste like you're licking a pine tree. Beer doesn't have to be like that, does it? <laughs> no, not at all. There are lots of beers that are more malty or sweet um, or sour. So there are a lot of dark beers and lighter beers, too, um, that that aren't necessarily real bitter. I mean, a, a good old amber ale is something that is sometimes underappreciated or a porter or a stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And uh, and that's all good. So that's uh, that's perfect for you, there, Jeff. It Kate, is. Kate Lido uh, from Experience Gr. These folks do amazing things to promote the city and fun things going on. And you want to talk about something going on uh, about the beer scene in Gr. And the I guess the beer city is a is it a Bruce Sater passport? You've got it, yeah. So um, many know Grand Rapids is Beer City and a great home for the Michigan Brewers Guild Winter Beer Fest. Um, but year-round, there is a great way to experience our beer scene, too, and that is the Beer City Crusader Passport. So this is an app that um, can be downloaded on your phone, and the concept is that you go to eight different breweries, checking in along the way, and then we've got a free T-shirt for anybody that does that and redeems. Um, this has been going on for years now, I think since about 2015, and we've given out over 25,000 t-shirts. So it's been a really successful program, and it is still running, and a really fun way to check out lots of different types of breweries all throughout um, the Kent County area. Some people have said um, we've, we've hit peak beer. Is that, is that true, or are people still, is that still happening where more and more breweries are still opening up? Yeah, we I would like to debunk you, that, and we're that seeing... notion. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, but yeah, no, you know, if, if you look at all of the beers sold in Michigan, probably just uh, about or just under fifteen percent of it was brewed here. So uh, you know, I I firmly believe that uh, that twenty five or thirty percent of all the beer consumed here could be brewed here, which would be twice the volume. And certainly, there's room for a lot lot more little local pub breweries to open. So um, I I think that there is a lot of opportunity. Yes, the environment is getting more crowded, but there's still lots of opportunity for great breweries and fun breweries and terrific beers. Gotcha. So this weekend, if if I'm heading out to to the Winter Beer Fest at LMCU Ballpark on Saturday, and I might as well go. It sounds like a great idea, and I don't have any obligations. So what better way to spend a Saturday than doing this? Uh, how many breweries are going to be there, and do they have any special brews or, or concoctions made for this event specifically? Yeah, I, I can't sit here and start to list them, but there are just over 120 breweries. They're all Michigan breweries, so uh, they come from as far away as the the UP and southeast and southwest West Michigan and all over the 
the lower peninsula. So uh, they're, they're really coming from everywhere, and sometimes they bring some things that are special for the event. Um, but there are certainly breweries that you can't get to uh, in your normal course of travels or whatever you're doing um, that you'll be able to get to right here, and there are hundreds of different beers. Uh, Kate, real quick, uh, how do I download the Brewsader, uh Passport? Is it on the App Store? How does it work again? Yep, they're on the App Store for um, Android and Apple, or you can go to experiencejar.com slash brewsader, and we've got all the download links there as well. And, of course, if you want tickets for the event, mibeer.com, 60 bucks in advance. If they don't all sell out, 70 bucks at the door. But don't risk it. Do it in advance. Get that and get it ready for a great time, 1 to 6 p.m. at LMCU Ballpark. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like a blast. The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest coming up on Saturday. Kate Lito, Scott Graham, we really appreciate your time on this. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on The Huge Show. Thank you very much, and cheers. All right, cheers. there you go. Very good. Looking forward to that. And oh, and with that, we're going to actually wrap this up and, uh, and head to break. This is The Huge Show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.